chapter. Romans 6. Keep on praying for one another. Keep praying for every service. Pray for those that have need the Holy Ghost in this house. And you keep seeking God's work, and it's just a great journey. God promised to fill you. Amen. Hallelujah. Out of your belly flow rivers of living water. I'm glad I got it. And I'm glad I still have it. Amen. Glad it's still flowing. Amen. Well, praise God. Romans 6, if you have it, say amen. Amen. Father, we love you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for truth, God. Thank you, Lord, that it is, God, a, a light unto our feet, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the truth, God. Lord, in a day so full of darkness, in a day so full of, Lord, man's lies, God. But your word is true. You said, let every man be a liar. Let you, your word be true, God. And I thank you for your word. Help us, Lord, tonight. I pray for your anointing. I pray, Lord, not only on the anointing uh, of, Lord, the messenger, but the anointing on every heart. God, that you, we would receive it tonight. We love you. We thank you, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Romans 6, verse 15. says, What then? Shall we sin because we're not under the law but under grace? God forbid. Amen. There's no excuse. Not when you got Jesus. Know ye not that to whom you yield yourselves. That's a choice, isn't it? To whom you yield yourselves. Hallelujah. Servants. To obey. His servants are ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that you were servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. God bless you. You can be seated. I'm so blessed today because of Jesus. So blessed today because of His Word. I want to talk about that today because in this world, He said, you're going to have tribulation. In this world, He said, there's going to be trouble. But Jesus said, be of good cheer, for I've overcome the world. So thankful for His many blessings. I I, I have a message tonight that is a message of blessing. I, I believe it's a positive message, but I really really feel a need to, to talk a little while about this, this funeral, this, this memorial service we are part of today. It, uh, it's not easy when you are called to a graveside of someone you, you know that they didn't even believe God existed. Amen. And I'm thankful that we got that opportunity. We can't, can't lie. We can't tell folks, hey, they're in a better place. We can't just just say anything. Just to, But we can't reach for the ones that are living. I got a chance to try to point them to Jesus. Got a chance to just tell them that if, that if you look to Him, if you cry after Him, He'll help you. And that now more than ever, we got to start looking at eternity recognizing that time goes so quickly. It was sad to me. It was a small group. It was probably more than I guess I expected. I don't know why I I thought I, I might know, just kind of the way I've been 
I've done this many times, but after I got done just delivering a little bit of the Word of God to them, and a few got up and, and just just kind of spoke spontaneously, and and it really, it really, I don't want to say it broke my heart, but it made me think a while for what they had to say and, and how they said it. And I thought, Lord, what's, got, what's, what's going to be said when we pass? What are people going to say? What can a preacher do on that day? Amen. What, what can be said about your faithfulness? What can be said? The Bible says there's a point in a man wants to die, and after that, the judgment. I, I know you might say, well, it doesn't really matter what anybody says to me. It really, really does matter what Jesus says. I want to hear, well done. I want to hear that I was faithful. I was fa- he said, you've been faithful in a little bit. I'm going to make you, make you ruler over much. That's, that's what I'm living for. That's what I'm working for. And uh, when everything's not going my way, when everything is difficult, when my heart is broken at times, I still want to hear well done. I, I, want, I want to be faithful. When I'm weak, I want to know where my strength is so I can be faithful. When I'm going through trials, I want to get my God to fill me up again so I can be faithful. Amen. I don't know. I really don't know. I say this kind of jokingly sometimes that that I don't know what I will have accomplished on that day. I don't know what the results will be of my, uh, of my life, of my ministry, of, uh, of the, the times. But I, I tell my wife so often, just kind of kidding, just, just let it say, he tried. Amen? And, and I kid around about that, but the truth is, I, the, the results are in God's hands. I just want to do everything I can do. I want to do my part, and you know, if nobody hears, I want to be faithful. It's up to God. Amen. Somebody hear me tonight. When you can be faithful doing what God has put in your hands, and you've done your best, and you say, oh God, I don't believe that much has been accomplished. You've been faithful. You'll hear well done. Amen. I told somebody one day that was struggling, that was hurting, and I said, you know, Noah didn't get a lot of folks on that ark. Noah didn't get a lot of a lot of results. Noah preached. I believe it was a preacher of righteousness. I believe he preached while he built that ark 120 years. But he was faithful enough to get on that ark. I just want to be faithful. I want to be. There's a lot of things I can't control. There's a lot of things that that are beyond. There are a lot of things I, I don't understand. There's a lot of things that 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 I I I, I can't lean onto my own understanding. But I can be faithful every day. I can put my heart into it. I can, I can live for Him. I can love Him. Amen. Praise God. Judgment Day is going to straighten a lot of things out. I want that to be comforting to you. A lot of people have done you wrong. A lot of people have, have talked about you. A lot of people have done you dirty. A lot of people have hurt you. Listen to me. Judgment Day will take care of that. You let Judgment Day take care of that. Don't get distracted. Keep being faithful. Amen. Just keep being faithful. Amen. We read this scripture. He said, we got to yield ourselves servants to obey. I know we don't like that word obey sometimes. But in a modern day, we feel like it's all about our feelings, all about kind of what pleases me. 
But there's nothing to be afraid of when it comes down to what it means to be obeying, obedient. Obey. To be His servants. You can either be the servant of sin, you can be the servant of flesh, or you can be the servant of God. Amen. I found out when I serve self, I'm, I'm never satisfied. I found out when I serve sin, I'm never satisfied. But when I serve Jesus, amen, when I'm serving Him, God will give you blessings. Amen. He said, God, be thanked. You were the servants of sin. You were. Amen. Past tense, you were. We're not sinning now because, we're, because we've got grace. Amen. But you've obeyed from the heart. That form of doctrine which was delivered you. Obedience is such an important part of a child of God's life. To understand that this isn't me just doing what I want, doing my will, doing what I feel, and then saying, God, bless me for for that and fix any problems that I might make. No, 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 no. I've got to find the will of God and submit to that. It is an act of your will. No matter what, every day it's an act of your will. This doesn't happen natural. I used to really beat myself up. I know how the devil is. And, uh, you know, I, I guess the devil started it. I just let him do it sometimes. When I was a young Christian, you know, just feeling like it ought to come natural. It ought to be just, just the way it is. Every good mood and every, a, a, every smile on my face and every, a, every kind deed and every time I, I, I care and, and try to help somebody, that ought to be just second nature. But I still had to wrestle this flesh. I still have to submit to God and deny myself. I got to say no. That was a hard lesson for me to learn. I'm just being honest with some people here today. It was a hard lesson for me to learn to say, I've got to say no to my will and yes to the will of God. Sometimes it'd be easier to do my will, at least in the short term, but to say no. Sometimes it's not just no to sin. There's a lot of people who say, oh, I don't do that anymore, and I'm not like that anymore. Good, good, good. But sometimes your will, your flesh is what gets you tangled up. And to deny that flesh, to say no, not to be a servant of that, but be a servant to God. Amen. Be a servant to God. Hallelujah. Obedience is an act of your will. It's just getting up every day and saying, I know how I feel, but I'm going to do God's will. And the great thing about obedience that a lot of people don't get when they, oh, you're legalistic. and you try, No, no, not at all. See, we lean on God. We know where our strength comes from. Because when I know that my will and my flesh is contrary to the will of God and the Spirit of God leading, amen, I know where to go. I know how to get filled up and say, okay, I'm going to crucify this flesh and follow God. Amen. Amen. It's, it's got to be an act of my will. You've got to make choices all day. You've got to make choices. Sometimes you've got to stop halfway. When you, you've got to slow down and say, you know what? I started to say something. I can't say that. That's not godly. I, start, I, I got my mind in a place. That's a lot of where it starts. I got my mind in a place. I've got to stop that. I, I've got to set my, my, my mind on things, my affections on things that are above. I've got to think on things that are pure and, and true and a good report. I've got, to, I've got to make an act of my will. But it's when I'm weak, I know... I know that it's not been my strength at all from the very beginning. 
With man it is impossible. But with God all things are possible. So when you know you're heading in a bad direction, when you know, when I know that, that, that my will is trying to pull me in a different way, amen. Hallelujah. i got to obey God. i got to stop and ask myself, is this, is this really obedience to God? If, what if He came right now? You know, they, that used to be something people said all the time, but we love this world too much now. It used to be people stand testify. You know what? I, I I went some places, and you know what? I was I was in the middle of conversations, and I thought about it. I got in prayer, and I thought, if Lord, if you would have come at that time, would I have made it? Amen. But now we love this. We don't think about that. We don't think about Jesus coming back. We don't think about the fact that hey, in an hour that we think not, I want to be ready. I want to be sensitive enough to God that when my flesh is going the wrong way, I can say, God, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop this. And I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to be obedient to your spirit. And he'll give you the strength. I don't have the strength. You don't have the strength. Amen. 1 Samuel 15. I, uh, as you turn to that, I was thinking today. Years ago, someone in the church, sister in the church, just uh, probably, probably said amen at least as much or more than anybody. Just couldn't, couldn't stop talking about how excited she was about the church. And uh, every testimony, just I love it. I love it. It's awesome. And one day I got a phone call from her husband. She said, I, I just got to tell you something, man. We're not living a bit of it. We're not living a bit of it. And just start going down the line of all the things that, that were in that home and just breaking my heart. People think you just get angry. No, I get broke. My heart gets broken. I called a sister and I said, Sister, what? this can't be true. It can't be true. She said, Every bit of it. And she just real bold. Yeah, it is. Can't lie to you, Pastor. It's true. I said, Sister, you, you shout amen more than anybody. She said, well, I believe it. I just don't do it. That's, that's not enough. See, see every bit of, of shouting about it, it, it's about being a doer of the Word of God. It, it really, what I want to say tonight is if you're going to be blessed, if you're going to be blessed, and God knows how to bless us. God knows how to give us exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Amen. If you're not just walking with Him and submitting to Him and loving Him, you're, you're missing out. You're cutting yourself short. Amen. But, praise God, it's got to be so much more than believing it. It's got to be doing it. 1 Samuel 15 is, is a tough portion of Scripture. Samuel is the man of God. He's the prophet and... Saul was king, and Saul was chosen by God, anointed by God, to, to do his will. But there came a time where Saul, and the crazy thing about it is if you compare Saul to David, I mean, you know David sinned. David committed adultery. David murdered the woman's husband to cover it up. Saul was told to go out and make war against the Amalekites. And God said, I want you to bring my judgment against them. 
And Saul did almost everything God told him to do. And when Samuel came back, he was already grieved because he had already talked to God. But he said, Saul, what's going on? He said, I've, I've obeyed the commandment of the Lord. He said, I told you to take care of all their livestock. He said, what's the meaning of this bleeding sheep in my ears? He said, well, the people. The people told me, hey, you need to obey God. There's going to be pressure. There's going to be those around you that say you don't have to go all that way. You don't have to do that much. You don't have to really give your all to God. Hey, you got to obey God. God's going to be your judge. God's going to be the one you want to hear well done. People that say well done, sometimes they won't be there down the road. Amen. But God, I want to hear well done. Look what he said. Well, I... I have a great idea. I'm going to take the ones that I didn't, didn't destroy and I was going to sacrifice them to God. That's what the people thought was a great idea. I've got a great idea. And we're giving it to God. We're doing it for God. Verse 22, 1 Samuel 15. Samuel said, Hath God as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord? I know what you said, God, but... I know what your word says, but this is what I'm feeling, and I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it for you. And he said, why don't you just obey me? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. And to hearken, to listen, pay, to not just listen, but to follow up and do. Then the fat of rams. For rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. Oh, I don't want to hear, depart from me. I I don't want to think that my way is better than what God has told me. I don't want to think my way. I've preached about that attitude, that spirit of stubbornness already. God, God help us. Sometimes it's a religious spirit. Amen. Sometimes it's I'm not going to let go of my rituals. I'm not going to let go of my, my feelings of, uh, of what I think. Are go- Hold. The Bible says worship Him in spirit and in truth. It's got to be God's truth. It's got to be God's way. It's got to be Holy Ghost anointed. Amen. It's not my way. It's not denomination. It's not some kind of tradition. It's the Word of God and the Holy Ghost fire upon it. Amen. It can't, we can't add to it. We can't take away from it. All my shouting. All my dancing. I believe in it. I want more of it. Amen. I say, God, just let me give you my best. But I can, if I shout and I dance and I leap for joy, but I don't go home and live it. I don't keep my life in line with His Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm just a hypocrite. I don't, I, I want to be obedient to Him. You know, Paul said, this is such a, such a uh, misunderstood portion of Scripture. I understand. First Timothy 4. First Timothy 4. Hallelujah. I'd rather preach here at this my home church than anywhere else in the world. Amen. I know some people think, well, that must be just awesome being asked to preach. I'm honored, but I love preaching here. 
1 Timothy 4, verse 8. Listen now. You know, sometimes we try to take the Word of God and fit it into to our own kind of customs and ways and our own language of today. But uh, look what it says here. It says, For bodily exercise profiteth little. That is not talking about uh, jumping jacks. It's not talking about Stairmaster or Pilates. Uh-uh. It's talking about going through the motions with an outward expression. Amen. My, all my leaping, all my dancing, all my following maybe the ordinances and the commandments of God. But my heart is not godly. If I exercise myself to, 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 to look and, and to act like I'm praising and loving God, I, I might work up a sweat. But if I'm not obedient to the Word of God. But godliness. Someone say godliness. Godliness is profitable unto all things. He's not saying, hey, y'all, all you're, you're, you're working out and just a little bit of hell. No, no, no. He's talking about when you put yourself to, to everything that makes you look like a Christian and all your activities of, uh, of leaping and shouting. But godliness, you can't outshout bad behavior. You can't outshout a sinful lifestyle. You can't outdance disobedience. Amen. You you gotta well you put your heart and and life into loving him and serving him it ought to flow out of you, it ought to be something you can't contain. You ought to be be uh, satisfied with with something that's dead. Amen. You ought to be satisfied with something that that's dry. Amen. But listen, to live a life of of godliness is really what it's about. You're gonna change your life. You're not gonna be that old old person. I'll say it, I've said it many times, I'll say it again. I, I know people have come around this church and, and thought, man, some of you, some of you look like you've been in church all your life and your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents were living for God. And I've heard people say, well, the people around here don't understand what I've been through. People don't understand the battles that I fight. Oh, yeah, we do. But look what the Lord has done. This isn't, uh, this, this isn't just people that are naive and haven't faced a, 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 a past and a life of sin. But these people have got a Savior, a God that is so good. Amen. A God that has transformed us, given us joy, given us peace. Amen. You can see it. If you're not bearing fruit, amen, you need a Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So often... So often we, we preach about it. It's not just about the, 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 the devil. And we're not ignorant of his devices. But we get up against some, some battles. We really do. And some of you know, some of you have been going through some things. It's the hardest thing you've ever faced. Sometimes the devil hits you in uh, places. I, I, I'll, I'll just say it myself. I won't speak for anybody else. But I've, I've had conversations with God in prayer and said, God, I... I didn't expect it to always be easy, but I didn't expect this this kind of battle. Ever been there? I didn't I didn't think it would it would hit me like this. Amen. Sometimes a battle gets pretty difficult, and 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 if you're not careful, you get in those tough places, and you don't really meet that battle with prayer to the level of the battle. Sometimes your prayer life needs to come up to the level of the, the warfare you're in. 
I think I preached here not too long ago, uh, uh, hey, we're doing good, uh, but the current level of our walk is not going to be enough for the battle we're getting ready to fight. Does anybody remember me preaching that a few, I don't know, was it a, a few weeks maybe or months ago? It's just not going to meet the, what we're going to be up against. We're going to have to get ready for that. Amen. Because sometimes when we're when we're just being hit from all different directions and we get wore out and weary. Amen. And our best from yesterday's battles isn't really giving us the victory we need for today. Amen. And then we start feeling like maybe, God, why? I don't understand why you why, why you let me go through this. And our, we start feeling like God's let us down. No, 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 no. He's not let you down. You, you need to dig in a little deeper. What you, what you need is there. God knows the battle before you get there. And, and God, God's going to help you no matter how tough it gets. It's not about, I know uh, I've already told some already, say, well, man, you don't know. It's so much harder for me. You have no way to know how other people are dealing with their problems. We have no way of comparing your hurt and your struggle and your stress to anybody else. But I do know that God is enough for each one of us. That if we can go to God, He'll give you what you need to face your battle. Amen. If you say, I need this much, He's going to give you more than enough. He's a God that is more than enough. He's going to meet that need and help you have that victory. He won't leave you. It's just, it's not that God isn't enough for your trial. It's, are you reaching out for Him? For the level that you need Him? God help us. We, we, we fight and we fight and you know what battles are like, but today's a new day. And we're not getting out of the battle until we go home. We gotta learn, we gotta grow, and we gotta find out, God, I gotta dig deeper. I gotta, I gotta dig deeper today than I used to. We're fighting demons, we're fighting spiritual darkness, every one of us, amen. And it's gonna take the kind of warfare that's, hallelujah, that, that, that matches that. See, the Bible says that the devil is gonna come in these last days having great wrath against his elect. He's fighting God's warriors. He's fighting God's army. Amen. With great wrath. It says with great wrath. We're going to have to meet that with great revival. With great prayer. With great praise. With great understanding of the truth. Amen. We can't just say, God, take it away. But we got to learn how to fight Him. Amen. And take the head off the giant. Amen. He'll give it to you. He'll help you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I can't, I, can't, I can't count on myself. I can't rely on myself. I can't, I can't be strong in myself. I always have to remind myself when, I'm, when I feel weak. It's not that I'm weak. It's that I'm incapable. I need God. You need God. Look what it says in James, the first chapter. It's, this is where God's going to bless you with victory. 
God's going to bless you with the help you need, but sometimes he lets us go through some things that we can, we can get sick and tired of it and start seeking God with, with just a zeal. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. The devil's not done. But God's not done. I don't have a sad story, but it's not going to be easy. God's going to give us what we need, but we've got to learn how to, to get it from Him by submitting ourselves in, in obedience to Him. James 1, verse 19, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, uh, this is uh, a little bit before, but so much of it is just so good in this context, and I think it matters. My beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness, superfluity of naughtiness. It just, just means sin, really. Lay it apart. Separate yourself. Do we still believe in separation? Amen. Still believe in holiness? Still believe in, 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 in staying away from sin? Not seeing how close we can get to it? Look what it says. Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Get the word of God down in your heart. Amen. Not just knowing it. Not just hearing it. Hear me. Not just believing it. But be ye doers of the word. And not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. Hallelujah. You can be a, a hearer and not be blessed. You can be a hearer and not be saved. You can be a hearer and deceive your own selves. But I want to be a doer of the Word of God. I want to, be, I, I want to have that blessing. For if any man be a hearer of the Word of God and not a doer, listen to this, he is like a man beholding his natural face in a glass. He beholdeth himself and goeth his way. Straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Basically what that's saying is that glass is a looking glass. It's a mirror. You look in that mirror, and what you're trying to do is see what is out of place. See what something might be stuck between your teeth. They might have a, uh, something splashed up on your face, and you're just going around smiling and everybody else can see it. But you're oblivious to it. Amen. The other day, something like that happened. I forget. I think we were out in, down in uh, Kentucky. And, uh, and somebody later, in, it must have been an hour or two after, after lunch, somebody said, I think it was my wife, said, oh, you got something, some big old piece of spinach or something in your teeth. Like, you told me now? I think I ate spinach two, two, two hours ago. We're fellowship, all these people from all over, and, and, and I'm, i got spinach in my teeth. Thanks a lot. Amen. You know, it's more embarrassing to find out that that was in there for two hours than somebody to say, hey, get that, you know, get that out of your teeth. You know, I might not be comfortable with them saying that, but, man, thank God that, that uh, you know, who knows how long that would be in there. And sometimes that's the way it is with the Word of God. Amen. We, we all need it. Every one of us needs a, to check ourselves. 
to look in the mirror of the Word of God. That's why it's so important in the house of God, how it's important daily to get in the Word of God and not just hear it, but let it examine you. Be vulnerable enough to say, you know what, God, if that's me, I I want you to clean me, and I want you to cleanse me. I want you to purge me. I want you to wash me. Amen. I don't want to be oblivious. I don't want to be deceived. Praise God. When everybody can see that I need God. And every, it's so important. If anyone be a, a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man beholding his natural face in a glass, beholdeth himself and goeth his way straightway, forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty. That's why the Bible says the way is narrow. A lot of people talking about the Bible. Some of them are even digging in a little bit and trying to study it. And a lot of people going to school. You know, they went. It was the Pharisees. It was the scribes that were the hypocrites that that cried out, cried out, crucify him. To look into the perfect law of liberty means I got to let God be God in my life every day. God, dig into me. God, dig things out of me. God, go deeper than the surface. God, there's things down in my life. I tell you today, after I don't know how many years I've been, I've been serving Him and loving Him. Lord, that's, that's why I told you. I, I make no, no pretense about it. I, I, I've told you publicly. I've told folks just personally, please pray that the Holy Ghost just give me a word. Pray that the Holy Ghost just bring conviction in my life. Pray that, that, that no matter how uncomfortable it might be, God, I want to hear from you. Amen? I want to. I want to hear the voice of God. I've heard too many preachers get up already and and talk about who do they think they're talking about. I need to hear it. If you can't hear the word of God and it still convicts you and cause you to tremble and get you to an altar, God help us. But whoso looking in the perfect law, God's word's perfect, and it's not something that's going to bind you. The word of God is a law of liberty. It's not something that's trying to trying to hold you back or keep. It's uh, it's setting you free, and continueth therein, not being a forgetful hearer, but a doer, a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. I'm blessed today. Blessed today because it's not my word. It's not my will. It's not. It's not my will. It's God's will. And every day saying, God, I want to I wanna look at myself again. Not been in this too long to be able to just get an altar in my life. Not been in this too long just to be convicted. To be, my heart to be pricked. My life to be challenged. Amen. I, I believe for myself, just like I said to you, I, 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 I want to be ready for the battle. I want to be ready to fight the enemy. Amen. I don't know just what's in tomorrow and what kind of what kind of world this is going to be when all the smoke clears. But I know I want to be with Jesus. And I know there's a shaking going on. I know that everything that's in our lives is being shaken. It's going to gotta get us on that foundation like never before. I, I want to be found faithful. Amen. I want to in the, when everything's going down and the devil is just doing his level best. I want to be blessed. I want to be blessed. I want to be obedient to God's will. Amen. Let's bow our heads right now. God, we love you. Sister Katie, if you can come. 
Oh, we love you, Jesus. I know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Oh, Jesus. I read in my Bible, these last days are perilous times. I see in the book of Acts, that same church we're a part of, God started them in the fire. God birthed that church in the fire. Not just in the fire of the Holy Ghost, but also in the fire of persecution. God takes His church through fire. He's going to purify you like gold. But He's also going to temper you, get you to have some strength in the metal of your life. Oh, yes, I believe He's doing it. I believe he's doing it. I believe every day he's got a plan in it. I don't believe there's anything that has happens in your life that God's not got a plan in it to try to help strengthen you. But you got to stay close to him. Oh, yes, God, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Sometimes every one of us feels like, God, I'm there. I'm there. I've got it all taken care of. Oh, no, we all, we're in a continual purging process. We're in a continual strengthening process. Every one of us. I love you, Jesus. So reach out to him. Reach out to him. In the name of Jesus, God's working in your life. God's working in your life. I know the devil's fighting, but God's got a plan for victory. Oh, I want to be obedient to Him. I want to be obedient to Him. Yes, God. Yes, God. You pray for me, church. You pray for me that I can be everything God wants me to be. I'm praying for you. These days we're living in. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Me. 
how long we have. How many funerals there may be. I want to be ready. faithful.
Amen. Amen. 